0: And yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Hey, Welcome to a special edition of the Down to the Wire podcast. My name is Rune Shunker. Today we're going to be talking about something that's, that's really quite depressing when you get to it. John Wall, franchise cornerstone for the Wizards, star player, super max player. Who had been out for I think like a month or something, with a sore Achilles, tore it, ruptured it. Uh, yesterday, man, this this is this is tough to record, man. <clears throat> okay, here we go. I'm gonna read from Candace Buckner to the Washington Post reporters' tweet thread right now. John Wall has ruptured left Achilles. He has not had the surgery yet. That will likely be next week. And the expected timeline is 12 months from the date of the surgery. 12 months. For those of you who don't know, 12 months is a year. We are currently very far into the NBA season. Pat about to hit the trade deadline, about to hit the All-Star break. We've played over 50 games. Each team's played over 50 games. John's gonna be out of here. That, that's not even, that, that. you know what, now that I'm thinking about it, it says 12 months of the press release there, but the actual timeline to recover from an Achilles injury, 11 to 15 months. Yikes. There's a chance John Wall doesn't play next year. Oh, you know what else is next year? It's the first year of his Supermax contract. For those of you who don't know. The Supermax is basically designed so that smaller markets were able to keep their players. It basically allows any player that's made an all-NBA team, any all NBA team, to be given a huge and I mean huge contract. So uh Wall got the it's called the designated veteran contract. Everyone calls it the Supermax. Basically it allows teams to offer homegrown elite players coming off their rookie extensions, deals starting at 35% of the salary cap. And this basically is reserved for players with 10 or more years of service. Ugh, that's what I gotta say. You know what 35 million looks like? Pulling up spot track numbers right now for John Wall's contract. It's not pretty because it starts next year, right? He ends a season, this year he makes $19 million. And then his upcoming extend, ex, Sorry, extension, 2019 to 2020, $37.8 Cap hit. 2020, 2021, 2021, he's 30 years old at this point, $41 million. 2021 to 2022, $44 million. And then the kicker. A player option in 2022 to 2023 when he's 32 years old. $47 million. Are you kidding me? $47 million. $47 million. This is an exact... I, I, I'm sorry. I can't get over that number. He's going to be 32 years old. Coming off multiple knee surgeries and a ruptured Achilles. And he's going to be making $47 million. You know what the salary cap looks like? Salary cap right now is at $102 million. You know what 47 divided by 102 is? You know what that percentage is? It's 46%. John Wall's going to be making 46% of the Wizards cap in 20... 20- the cap may rise, and I'm guessing it's going to rise with gambling money, so 46 is probably going to be a little bit higher than it actually is, but it's still going to be a huge franchise-crippling deal, because guess what? The Washington Wizards, in their everlasting... idiocy, don't just have Wall coming up over those few years. Bradley Beal, who's a great player. He's not a John Wall situation where he's going to be a dead player. He signed until 2021, making 27 and $28 million after this year. And then he's a free agent. And from everything I've heard from the media, Beal wants out. Not today. He wanted out a long time ago. He went to early Ernie Grunfield and said, I've been through seven years of this. When he was talking about this, he meant failure, he meant losing, and he meant a terrible, I mean, absolutely atrocious culture. Man, it sucks to be a Wizards fan right now. We are in salary cap hell right now. And not just right now, for the next four years. Jan Mahimi. Jan Mahimi, Wow. Oh, man. Yan Mahimi has maybe the worst contract. Not the worst contract. Ball is probably the worst contract. But this year, he gets paid $16 million. The year after this one, another 16 That's part of a four-year, $64 million deal that he signed. You know what Yan Mahimi's playing time looks like? He's not having a good year. Right now, Yan Mahimi's averaging 14 minutes per game. You know how many points he's averaging? Four. He gets paid $4 million per point that he scores every game. Now, I don't know what we expected since his career average is 5. I guess we wanted, you know, a rim protector. That's not really working either. Pulling up his basketball reference page right now. You know how many blocks per game he has this year? It's not high. Half a block. Not even one. Half a block a game. Every two games, he gets a block. For 36 minutes, 1.2 blocks. That's still not good. You know what his net rating looks like? Actually, surprisingly, his net rating looks kind of good. He's plus six. Uh, that's that's actually sh- kind of shocking to me, but. Uh, box score. Uh, sorry. Uh, offensive box score plus minus, I think this is. Yeah, there we go. Negative 2.1. Defensively, 1.8. Pretty good defensively, but overall, he's a negative 0.3. The guy can't catch a ball. You throw the ball on a pick and roll, he fumbles it three times, then he picks it up, and then he tries to dunk it, then he gets fouled, then he misses the free throws. I don't know how I got on to talking about Young. Oh, you know who else we have on the books? Otto Porter. Otto Porter, who always seems to be injured as well. (laughs) Otto Porter, who was benched for a large period of this year after the Wizards traded for Trevor. Oh, by the way, Trevor Ariza. Free agent after this year. Probably going to get some nice money. If I'm the Wizards right now, you know what I'm doing? I'm selling off everything. What can I get for Beal? Well, maybe you don't trade Beal. That's the one piece that maybe you hold on to, see if you can convince him to come back. But Porter? Sacramento needs a three. They need a small forward who can shoot and play some defense. Let's give him them. Markeith Morris, he's injured, but he can't be traded. You're not gonna get rid of Jan Mahimi. You're not getting rid of Dwight Howard. Thomas Bryant's a free agent. You're sell high. Sell high on a rim-running big man who can play a little defense. Trevor Ariza, free agent after this year, goodbye. goodbye. Give him to a team that needs some 3 and D. Maybe Houston, where he played a few years uh, the, last year. They could use some 3 and D players. He'd be a great fit in uh, Utah as well sell on all these pieces. If you can't re-sign Tomasz Satoransky, man, I love Sato. We've been misusing him. He's long. He's creative when he plays. A very good basketball player. But goodbye. Let's tear it down, ladies and gentlemen. Second out of the season, I want to see a full tank. But of course we can't do that because Ted Leonsis in his everlasting brilliance has said that he will never tank. And that the goal this year is to make the playoffs. Why? Why do you want to be the eighth seed so badly so you can get smoked by Toronto or Milwaukee in the first round? We did this last year with Wall. It's not fun. That extra bit of playoff revenue you're getting isn't important. It means nothing. It's, it's really weird to me because Leonsis is so good in how he's managed the Capitals. When, yeah, since he's bought the Capitals, obviously they won the Stanley Cup, and he's done a great job managing them, putting good people in good situations first with George McPhee and then Brian McClellan. And he's been so comically inept in doing the same thing with the Wizards. The era of this last Wizards team, the one centered around John Wall, Bradley Beale, Otto Porter, it's gone if we're being honest, it probably ended when Kelly Olenek ripped out every single Wizards uh, player, fan, executive's heart in that Game 7 against Boston a few years ago. (sighs) Wow, this podcast got really dark really fast. But that's just the state of the Wizards right now. Yeah, so Leonce has been so comically inept. I mean... He fired both Adam Oates and George McPhee after one season in which the Capitals didn't make the playoffs. One season. You know what Ernie Grunfeld's record as... You know, let's let's go through the last few years of Ernie Grunfeld's tenure as a Wizards executive, shall we? He's been with the Wizards since June of 2003. Since then, according to Wikipedia, the Wizards have held a record of 536. That's pretty good, that's a lot of wins. Oh wait, 678 losses. He's won 44% of his games. Now some of those include tanking years. Some of those include injury years. But what has Ernie Grunfeld proved That makes him the second longest-tenured general manager in franchise history and one of the longest-tenured general managers in the NBA. You know who else has been around as long as Ernie Grunfeld, some other names that you're going to hear? Pat Riley. George, uh, sorry, Greg Popovich. That's basically it. I'm, I'm not sure if there's any others. Danny Ainge. You know what those guys all have in common? They have a, they have some jewelry on their fingers. They got rings. You know how they got those rings? Because they were great in acquiring talent. Danny Ainge, oh man, this guy's a masterpiece. He's you yeah, know, he he's not perfect, no one is. But just the way he's played the asset game over the next few the last few years and set up the Celtics to be so well equipped for the future. I mean, it's incredible. First up, Greg Popovich, Tim Duncan, David Robinson. Built a culture. Yeah, sure, Kawhi Leonard left, but guess what? He's got the Spurs back in the playoffs. No one knew that could happen. Next up, Pat Riley. Got LeBron to sign there. Got Chris Bosh to sign there. Won a title before that by trading for Shaq. Drafted D. Wade. John Paxson. That's actually, you know what? If there's any franchise that's as bad as the Wizards, it's probably the Bulls. The That is a bad franchise as well. Danny Ainge. We talked about Ainge just a bit. Ernie Grunfeld. You know what moves Rudy Gronfold's made? Two best moves he's made is uh, drafting John Wall at the number one pick, that everybody knew that was exactly what you're supposed to do. Next up, drafted Bradley Beal. You know what? He got Beal with the third pick. Good move, but again, top three pick. Not too hard to mess up on those. It's, It's definitely possible, hello Anthony Bennett, but it's not too hard. You know what other moves he's made? He traded uh, the number six pick, and I want to say like the 2009 NBA draft, the draft that had Steph Curry in it. He traded it for Mike Miller and Randy Foy. Are you kidding me? Mike Miller and Randy Foy? He drafted, uh, he had two first-round picks at one point, two or three. Drafted Chris Singleton and Shovin Mack. <laughs> drafted Jan Vestley instead of Klay Thompson. And I think Kawhi Leonard was in that gra- draft. He's constantly, oh wait, and I haven't even talked about the summer of 2016 yet. Summer of 2016, Wizards finally have capped space. Biggest dream, land Kevin Durant. Second goal, land Al Horford. Kevin Durant didn't take a meeting with them, Al Horford signed with the Celtics, then you know what the next plan was? Split that money up over Jan Mahimi, Andrew Nicholson, Jody Meeks. I think that was the same year. Uh, that's it's so, so just infuriating. Here we go. Jan Mahimi, four years, $64 million. Andrew Nicholson, four years, $26 million. 2021 second round pick to Utah for Trey Burke. Jason Smith for a three-year, $16 million deal. And then Marcus Thornton to a one-year deal for the Veterans Midworld. Jan is barely playing. Andrew Nicholson's gone. They had to trade him to Brooklyn. With a first-rounder that eventually became Jared Allen, who, by the way, is becoming a very good big man for the Brooklyn Nets. If you're not paying attention to what Sean Marks and Kenny Atkinson are doing in Brooklyn, please do, because they're building something. That's how you build a franchise right there. The Wizards right now, because I've gotten off my point like six times, the Wizards right now suck. There's no other way to put it. They're a middling team at best. Clinging to the dream of making an 8-seed. I don't know why. I feel bad for John Wall, man. I really do feel bad for John Wall. He's going through a lot of stuff right now. And uh, obviously you're paid whatever the market is worth. I'm not blaming him for getting the contract. I'm blaming other for giving it to him. We don't have cap space. If you're a bad team, there's a few things that you can do. You can use the cap space you're going to have because you're not signing free agents. You use that bad cap space to absorb other teams' bad contracts and then get first-round picks and accumulate assets like that. That's a smart thing to do, but the Wizards can't do that because they're in salary cap hell. So I think you just got to go four years then hit the reset button. But the problem is, that's four years away. Whatever you do, Whatever you do, if you're the wizard, you cannot, and I repeat, you cannot decide to ransom the future to try and get a playoff spot. You can't tie up salary cap space that you might be able to get in the future. You cannot trade away draft picks. You have to start accumulating young talent and planning for the next iteration of the Washington Wizards. what Whether that means trading Beal or not, I don't think you do it this summer, but if you get into next year and he gives an indication that he's going to want to leave or you're going to have to pay him the Supermax contract if he makes an All-NBA team, which, by the way, is not out of the question when you look at who might be on that All-NBA third team the way that Beal has played, then you trade Bradley Beal. You do it. You know why? Because you can get stuff for him. You may not get perfect reward, but you'll get something. You have to get something. (sighs) Wizards are in Cap Hell. Redskins are in Cap Hell because of Alex Smith. Capitals, we love the Capitals. And the Nationals, well, let's see what Bryce does. Other than that, not a great time to be a D.C. sports fan, so... Hopefully, John Walker is back. Hopefully, they fire Ernie, and hopefully, we get to a point where this team becomes Uh, less depressing. Until next time, I'm Rude Chunker, signing up.